Okay, this is Les Carlson on Frontline Rewind, and today's show is with Jacob's Trouble. Remember, August 15th and 16th near Dallas, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta, in a church called Area 251 Real Life Church, it'll be Jacob's Trouble, and they're going to perform their entire first album, Door Into Summer. Here we go. All right, guys, man, it is so cool to meet you over Skype. Hey, this is fun. Is this the first Skype y'all done with one of the... With a, with yeah, a, yeah, this is, this is first. You guys have always been on the cutting edge, so... Oh, yeah, there you go, once again. 21st century, this is great. Yeah. So... Good. Thanks for making time to come to, to, to let us ramble. Yeah, you know what? I, I like to be just kind of spontaneous, and I, I got to tell you guys that um, I, I began to listen to the music this last week, and kind of dig into some history and reading some things about you. Uh, because I never really, even though we were signed at the same, well, to the same label, uh, we never had a chance to interact and never yeah. really met you guys. And That's um, away from a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. and even even though I'm in a heavy metal band, yes. you know, I was raised on Beatles and <laughs> Stones yeah. and, you know, so that was, and, and I actually like the monkeys as well. We don't tell the guys that, you know, metal mania that, but yeah, you know, all right. But I, I, I like your monkeys, and uh, yeah, very punk rock. Yeah, yes. So anyway, so as I was, as I was, uh, just kind of exploring and and checking you guys out, I was, you know, I just started to really like it because we do have a lot of things in common in our likes and everything. And then, uh, so here we are, and you guys are are doing something August fifteenth and sixteenth. Yeah. Yes, sir. At the Area 251 Real Life Church. Absolutely. Mark, are you the pastor of that church? I am. And I contacted these guys back in April and told them, hey, you know, you realize this is the 25th anniversary of our first record. Right. And just, just kind of just asked them, I said, well, would you guys be interested in trying to do something to just kind of commemorate the first album release? And uh, 25 years is a lot of years to, to go by. We haven't seen each other. Often. We've seen each other we a little bit. We see it a little bit, but it's like it's been 22 years since we've really kind of hung out. And I see Mark every now and then shuffling by with his grocery cart. And I, you know, <laughs> I see. I, yeah, that <laughs> hey, there goes Mark. I used to be in a band with him. <laughs> it's like, hey, Jerry. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. What's up, man? Now, Jerry, are, you're also uh, in music ministry, aren't you? I am. I'm the creative arts pastor at Church of the Ridge in uh, uh, Douglasville, Georgia. Okay. And Steve? Uh, well, I'm currently playing bass with a uh, uh, praise band in our church, Life Point. Okay. Uh, in Marietta. It's actually part of Eastside Baptist Church. But anyway, it's yeah. just a, another faction. <laughs> so we've all kind of continued in different avenues of ministry. It's still... You know, yeah. it's still what's closest to our hearts. That's that's what we function on. So uh, okay, it, it seems like you guys have got all your banter together. You know, it's well, just yeah. like old times, right? It, it, <laughs> it, that's very strange how that works. It really it? has been the chemistry, man. Just right as soon as we walked in the door, uh, we were just laughing and cutting up, and, and all the old inside jokes came back. So it was <laughs> good time. You, you, you mix water and dirt, you're going to get mud. Yes, so sir. that's the way it goes. Yeah. I like that. Can I use that with the blood, good guys? Yeah, I'm gonna absolutely. Cool. Okay. Well, um, now, so the the album, the first album was Door into Summer. Yeah. And it was a monkey tune. Yes. Yeah, it was actually um, a tune that we used to play in concert. We had a couple covers, and you know, as we were writing original material, as we got together back in the in 87 and 88 and so as we would play out we would fill it in with covers and jerry yeah. was the little one who brought that one in we only knew five songs and they were ours you know the ones that we wrote right first started out and so we we're like man this is not going to fly we're, we need more than five songs so we brought in we used to do uh the birds uh feel a whole lot better yeah and during the summer beatles and, uh yeah so we we filled it out with a, a few covers but um yeah but you, ch you chose this one, Jerry. You guys chose this because of the message in it. Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty interesting. This, the, this, I was a huge Monkees fan growing up. That was one of the main things that got me in music. I'm not ashamed to say it. That's fine. You've done care. well, too. 
dissing on the monkeys. You've anyway, done well, lad. I, yes, I, I inherited my, my older brothers and sisters, Beatles albums and Monkeys albums and, and uh, a few Led Zeppelin and Stones albums as well. I know the monkeys don't seem like they fit in that crowd, but good music is good music. And, and I'd watch the show on TV, and th- that song was only on a couple of times on the episodes, and, and it always just, boy, the sound of it just captured me. And then um, in the 80s, when they had the big resurgence on MTV, yeah. uh, in the mid-80s, all of their albums became available again, and I, and I bought it because I'd never been able to find that song. I always loved it, but never been able to find it. As I listened to the words, being a, a Christ follower, uh, the words really struck me. I'm always looking for Jesus everywhere that he shows, and he's everywhere. Yes, you know? he is. He made everything, so it's not, it shouldn't surprise us that he's, right. he's everything, and, and, and he's in everything. So, um, But I, I heard, and I thought of that scripture. I think we even put it in the liner notes about what is a man, was a prophet a man? He gains the whole world, right. loses his soul. And so that, that, to me, was the message of the song. You, hear, you have a guy who he, he thinks he hears the echoes of a you know of distant music and, and the carnival fanfare and it's calling to him but he's so wrapped up in the in the, what this world has to offer that he keeps turning away from it over and over again and that really kind of struck a chord with me so we began to do that song in the band okay well that's cool and then you came out to california and you met jimmy and his family and everything and the girls sang backup yeah they sang uh what was the man in the mirror Belinda Carlisle song. What was popular? It was, it was Man in the Mirror. Man in the Mirror. Yeah, I remember. Okay, and then Terry messed it up, I hear. Yeah, they were like, hey, mister, don't wreck it. He started trying to put all these effects on the voice. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't wreck our song, man. <laughs> yeah, we were tracking the album, and in comes this gaggle of, of like elementary school girls with Jimmy Kimmer. He's like, shh, we'll just be. Summer and Bug Juice and <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Uh, so Terry, kids. He said, do you want to go out in the vocal booth and sing? So they went out and sang. Well, and he recorded them to play back, and we didn't know uh, that it was on that track. So when we went, they left, and we went back to recording the song during the summer. Yeah. And that, that track was unmuted. And so right before the song kicks in, you hear those girls talking, and it sounded kind of cool to have kids' voices right before that. So yeah. We just left it on the record, but that's what that is. Oh, I love those. Those are great stories, guys. All right, so, so uh, as we as we told you about the girls that were in there and meeting Jimmy Kempner and meeting uh, Terry Taylor and all that, uh, here's the title track to Door into the Summer.
All right, that was Door into Summer, Jacob's Trouble. And really, you know, what I've seen is that you guys are troublemakers, actually. And that, that's I don't what, God bless you. No, no it's all lies. We you're just, on the throne of lies, sir. I mean, I don't mean... What I mean in, you know, in, in, in God's kingdom, you're not. But in the world, you're troublemakers because, you know, you, you're hitting people with the truth all the time. Right. Yeah. You give the gospel, you're a troublemaker. Yeah, you are. That's right. Okay, so what I want to do now was I, I was going to ask you about the Beatles song, doing the Beatles song, Tell Me What You See. But I also... You let Jerry brought that one in, too. Jerry, let, you're bringing all these... He's bringing in the cool covers here. Yeah. You uh, know what... Uh, are you ready? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, just had every Beatles album that I could ever get my hands on growing up. It was just, I, I just craved Beatles all yeah. the time. So I listened to that one. Uh, oddly enough, it was never one of my like all-time top favorites until um, I started looking for covers for the band to do. That, like Mark said, that had those grains and elements of truth in it. And one day I was listening through to uh, that particular Beatles album, I believe it's Help, uh, that has that one on it. And and uh, it came on and, and the words just, I was like, oh, I got to bring this into the band because this the words, this is like God speaking to us going, hey, taste and see that I'm good. If you let me take your heart, I'll prove to you. Uh -huh. We'll never be a part if I'm part of you. I thought, oh man, that's just perfect. Yeah. And you didn't have to change a word of it. It was this beautiful kind of God wooing and romancing us into a relationship with himself so i thought it was brilliant you know it's funny because uh we did a cover on our latest release uh we did the word oh did you yeah awesome. and, yeah, and the realization that we came to in talking about it was that there were so many musicians influenced by the beatles that became christians yeah. Uh, there was, and there was this whole wave of us guys that picked up guitars and sang and started bands because of the Beatles. Yeah. And and so in a way, you know, uh, even though uh, you know the Beatles were not a Christian band, their talent was given God given talent, Absolutely. and they influenced the world in a way that was so, I mean, almost spiritual. And yeah. out of it came, I mean tons of christian artists today that yeah. were influenced by their talents and so i can relate and um and there were there were truths in some of those songs uh, they're very gifted lyricists yeah. and uh yeah hey cool. praise god for the beatles yeah i gotta i gotta find your copy of the word because i, I had a little project i was working on uh with spotify are you familiar with spotify yes software? okay so on my spotify account i created uh versions of certain beatles albums that were all cover artists but they were in the original running order oh, uh, wow. find those if you ever look look me up on spotify i think my user is jerry cheryl davison cheryl's my wife uh, yeah, okay but uh, i have like rubber soul and magical mystery tour and sergeant pepper i'm talking sorry <laughs> Okay, so you guys, it's starting to come back what it's like it's 20 years It's very difficult ago. to find copies of uh, bands that did a cover of the word, so I'm glad that, that yeah. you're out there. And it's always fun to find songs that have truth, whether the actual writer knew the source of that truth or not. Yeah. And so it's always fun to find that nugget of truth. You know, we don't go in and try to change the lyrics to purify the song or to change it around to, to make it work. Use what the, the artist, the writer did. Uh, you know, Neil Young wrote lots of songs like that. There's a lot of truth in his songs, whether he knows the source of that truth or not. Right. And that's, that was kind of the, the finding out different covers to do is like, what source of truth can we maybe come from a different perspective on and let, and let people know? You know, we're not trying to change it or, or to do anything with it other than just listen to it from this perspective. Yeah, and, and all of that God-given talent was God-given talent. They just Absolutely. don't know, like you say, where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's awesome. Yeah. So this is, tell me what you see. Tell me what you hear. <laughs> tell me what you say. Uh, tell me what you see by... The Beatles. No, it's Jacob's oh, Trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
I will prove to you We will never be apart If I'm part of you Open up your eyes now Tell me what you see It is no surprise now What you see is me What you see is me All right, so uh, this radio show is really produced by Frontline Records, right, Adele? Yes, and you can find all of the music by Frontline Records artists and a copy of all of these shows on FrontlineRecords.us. So that would be FrontlineRecords.us. Correct. If you go online and and you type that in, you're going to be brought directly to the front door of Frontline Records. Dot U.S. Wow. S S S S S. Give one wow, of Les's can, sound effects. You can do effects too. <laughs> two, two, three, four, five. It's all for you. 
and now and and it always seemed that everything that I read about you guys and your little comments about Terry Taylor that was always kind of uh, humorous to me because <laughs> Terry is. Just, Have you heard about Terry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've met Terry. I I did one thing with Terry with uh, Tourniquet. I sang uh, Messiah, a song I wrote, and and they covered it, and Terry was the guy in there producing that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah, so I think he referred to me as Tinkerbell or something. <laughs> I, I I don't really know what that meant, you know. Good yeah. thing I'm not insecure. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't wearing a tutu. I don't know. <laughs> Terry was a hero uh, of ours, and, and I, I had uh, come into Christian music largely through the doorway of Daniel Amos. Yeah. Uh, there was a, uh, a radio show that used to come on in Atlanta on Sunday mornings. I, I think it was called Sunrise. It was from the college station. So there was this girl who would get up Laura at the crack, Laura Bell. That's right, on Sunrise on album 88. It was the, the college station. Uh, and... Um, so that was where I first heard a lot of Christian music. I even heard that there was such a thing as Christian rock. It was like mind blowing to me. Yeah. Uh, so I would tape it with my little cassette tape. I had to go to church, so I would tape it and leave the tape running. And I'd come home from church and rewind it and listen to everything. Mm-hmm. And I heard a horrendous disc, the album "I Love You" number nineteen, and uh, some of the songs off of that. And that was one of the bands that I went out and there was a, a little record store uh, in the suburbs of Atlanta called Sound Principle. And they, they, they were known for having the best selection of the alternative Christian rock or the harder Christian rock stuff. And it wasn't all Amy, Amy Grant and Sandy Patty, you know, uh-huh. find it all the other Christian bookstores. So they actually had a cool selection. And I went out and I, I hunted that album down. And then from the, from the moment I first heard it, I felt like, oh, now there, there's a guy doing it right, man. Because he's got the brilliant songwriting. He's got the intelligent lyrics. Uh, they, they look, they had the, the packaging and the look of the band and everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know, what I was looking for. And so for a long time, I, I just kind of idolized Terry Taylor as a songwriting hero, as a music hero. And when they signed us to Frontline and told us that Terry would be our producer, it was like a dream come true Beautiful. to work with this guy. You know, and, and he is uh, still uh, a great influence and a great mentor in my life. Yeah. Now, yeah. How did you guys uh, get hooked up with Frontline? How did that come about? <laughs> I worked at a record store. Mm-hmm. That was my day gig. I, I was assistant manager at the record bar in Town Center Mall in Kennesaw, Georgia. And uh, we had recorded this little demo tape. Uh, and I used to play it over the sound system. You know, being in management, I got to pick what music played over the speakers. Yeah. And so I would throw our, our music in the mix. And uh, people would come in and go, Who, who's that band? And I'd say, oh, that's a local band called Jacob's Trouble. I wouldn't tell them that I was in it because I wanted an honest yeah, yeah. from them. So, uh, cool. and I got them. And most of them, it was positive. A few people would go, that stinks, you know. And I'd go, well, I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> I'll let them know. But uh, anyway, my manager, we, we started selling. I'd bring him in on consignment. And we started this. We started outselling uh, popular bands like Bon Jovi and U2 at, at that particular location. And so my manager at the time uh, sent it to the, the buyer for Christian music for the whole chain. And she really liked it. And she knew the guys from Frontline. We stocked and carried all the Frontline bands. Uh, and so she sent it on to Frontline. In Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah, the Frontline Nashville office. And uh, a couple of guys from the Nashville office drove down and saw us play. And then we got a call out of the blue and uh, the, to come to California and, and talk about a record Contrary. Early 1989. Yeah, who yeah. called you? Do you recall? Uh, Kent Sonner? I know. I think it, it was either Kent, Kent Sonner or Mike McClain. Okay. It might have yeah. been Brian Tong, one of those guys. Ground control to Brian Tong. <laughs> that's the, oh, yeah. I no, that's that. another thing. I'm sorry. Yes, that's funny. Okay, well, once again, here's, here's Jacob's Trouble doing... Awfully familiar.
disaster around the world, around the clock. Just like it was in Noah's day. Compassion gets lost in the haze. Something seems awfully familiar about this scene. I've seen this place before. Was it in a dream? Is it just me? Do you see it too? Coincidence or deja vu? Something seems awfully familiar about this scene. Like jigsaw puzzle pieces One by one Fall into place History May often be repeated But it can Not be erased Battle lines are clearly drawn The question is Which side will we This show is brought to you by Frontline Records. Yes, and all of the music yes. by all of the Frontline Records artists yes, yes. can be found on FrontlineRecords.us. FrontlineRecords.us? Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Go for it. Yes. I'm 
Jacob's Trouble. Hi, guys. Hi, Les. Les. We're back. Once again, you guys are together to do this. Uh, this uh, uh, Is it a benefit for the church? or Yes. August 15th and 16th? <laughs> we hope so. These guys have graciously given a lot of their time to trying to remember how to play these songs. Yeah. And they've come, and uh, it is a benefit for the church. It's, a, it's to, to kind of help give the church a little bit more margin in our finances. And cool. It, it's, with us being in Dallas, we uh, you, 
you can't throw a rock without hitting a church. But you know what? There's a lot of people that need to hear the gospel. And um, yes. so we are, we're excited that God's given us a place here in downtown to, to be able to play a, a part of his story. And so these guys have come in and, and uh, I kind of talked them in. I said, this is a very selfish thing I want to do. I want all the money to come to me uh-huh. uh, to help this ministry. And they were like, okay. <laughs> we also we also wanted to, to bring in uh, Eric and Nathan and Daryl and just kind of keep it in the family and uh, just make it one of those kind of events that, you know, fans who kind of still stuck with us over the last few years would, you know, get a chance to see us again and, and to yeah. play. Because we, you know, we have gone on and to do, you know, day jobs now and do other things. Sure. It, um, it, it's, and it's, it's been fun getting back together to learn these songs and kind of pick them apart and figure out, you know, what did we play? How did we play this? What, yeah, I know. what idiot wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and that's that's really a great testimony in itself. Having your your children up there playing with you, yeah. it just uh, you know what the world doesn't get about Jesus is that it's so good in the the small things, the, the little blessings in life. That, that that's where the wealth is, and and you guys are living it. I, I'm really really fired up for what's going on with you. Just the reunion of you guys together, and I can just feel the vibe. It's so cool. I'm so happy to meet you over Skype. Well, we're glad that you guys were able to set this up. I just yeah. thought this would be a great way to, to do this. Phone interviews kind of get a little impersonal, but being able to you know look in your eyes. and Yeah. Les, can I say something too? Yes. Uh, one thing, Mark, Mark is very humble and modest and will downplay it, but uh, when we say we're doing a benefit for the work that he's doing, uh, the, the church that Mark pastors is very out of the box. It's very different from any church I've ever seen or, or uh, experienced. And, and they're st- very strategically located in an area of uh, the suburbs, the urban sprawl of Atlanta, where there's a lot of disenfranchised and uh, people who kind of live on the edge and people who really need to see some hope and see some reality. The the work that Mark does here is, is so bands come in um, uh, a lot of Christian he had a lost dogs in at the 77s just in he exposes this area to a lot of great music and and then uh, he uses that as a platform to invite them back to the church to build relationships with the people in the area uh, and and, and they're, just, they're very involved in helping this community um, so I, I don't want uh, to, to miss this opportunity to say that this money is not just to benefit mark financially is to pour into to make it possible to do what he's doing. A lot of people don't realize how difficult it is to for a church plant, especially one that's outside the mainstream, yeah. to be sustainable. And, and so uh, that's what we're excited about is is, a, is ho- hopefully helping Mark be able to keep what he's started here going and, and keep the gospel flowing out into this area. Yeah, this area is a very crime infested, drug infested area, and mm-hmm. You know, there's very real people. Yeah. That, uh, they don't want to hear. A lot of times, they don't want to hear religion, and uh, they yeah. don't. They don't want to. They have very real problems, and they can very much see through you if you're being real with them, or if you're just playing a game with them. Yeah. They don't that, speak Christianese either. Yeah. So it's um it it has been. You know, we're we're kind of known as the hippie church. When people ask people who come here, what church do you go to? Real life? Oh, that hippie church. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with whatever label they want to put on it, but they are going to know that they um, they they have a need for a savior, and that's that's the reason why we do this. Is yeah. no other reason to to put a church together if you're not if you don't have a heart for lost people, yeah. and that's 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 the key. And these guys have given up a lot of time and a lot of their have put a lot of effort into making this a very special night. We have people coming from out of state we've had to we've put up a, a system to where people can purchase tickets uh, as part of a donating to the church just to make sure that we can guarantee that people get in uh, so we have a lot of folks traveling many states to come see us and so that's exciting that there's people that you know are willing to to arrange their schedules to come do to come see us and um, so a lot it. of this goes to these guys putting in a lot of effort and uh, wow well, that, that's, I don't think either. I'll have the other That that's good. I mean, that's that's God's heart for for lost for the lost people. 
song called uh, Million Miles. I actually wrote this in my car. I imagine uh, that. I like, yeah. this. I like this song. I wrote it in my, uh, my car just driving around. I didn't have a, a stereo that worked, so I would make up songs. I was actually very prolific during that period when I couldn't listen to music except for what was in my head. Yeah. And so I just had this chorus. I'd go a million miles out of my way for you. Uh, actually, I think I, I had gotten off the wrong exit and had to turn and go all the way back around, and it, and it uh, kind of grew into a song. funny because when when i was looking um listening on the album i was going now which song is the monkey song and i actually thought because i didn't really see who wrote what and i guessed that million miles was the monkey song and i actually imagined in my mind that i thought i actually saw it on one of their shows but that's not true at all less <laughs> That's a high compliment. Thank you for the compliment. But yeah. that's what I thought, and then I then I looked it up and realized, oh, well, it's Door into Summer is the one they did. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I think if I could close my eyes and picture the monkeys running around really fast to it, then it was a good song. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I thought, oh, yeah, I remember that show. <laughs> like, yeah, Les, you live in a dream state, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now, also I have a question about who this uh, – the Church of Do What You Want To. That was like your first hit? Yes. We had a hit. Yeah. It, was like a, it was a hit. 
I, are, we, are we playing baseball? Again. <laughs> but, but I have a question, and I don't have the answer to it, so I'm going to ask you. Who did the thing, who did the, the little voicemail at the top of it? How did that? Uh, oh, fun story. Yeah. Tell it, Steve. Oh, well, we were in the studio, obviously, and um, Gene Eugene had called uh, his home to check his, his answer machine. And he just, as he said there, got his phone to the ear, and he just bust out laughing. We're like, all right, what's up, Gene? He's like, man, listen to this. And so he played it back, and uh, Dan Michaels from the choir had broken in to his house and erased his his answer his message and put that up and so we we kind of a little bit and and used it thought it was hilarious so we figured we'd share it with the world well at least to the <laughs> record Rudy yeah. Toot Toot that's yeah. funny Rudy Toot Toot and so here you have Church of Do What You Want to Do.
<laughs> so again, I'd like to say, guys, you know, I, I was just really moved by this whole thing. I'm, I'm uh, praying for the event. The event is August 15th and 16th. It's going to be Jacob's Trouble with a bunch of troublemakers, which are your fans. Absolutely. Your family, uh, your, your, your sons uh, are playing as well with you. Are there any daughters playing with in the band? Steve's daughter wants to play bass, but he oh, won't. Well, then what's Steve going to play? Well, I don't know. You guys talk about that off the air. Wants to play more cowbell. More cowbell. <laughs> okay, that's good. Just stay in the pocket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, once again, Jacob's Trouble. You guys are the bomb, man. I love you. Thank uh, thanks, Les. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.
So once again, it's Jacob's Trouble performing Door into Summer, August 15th and 16th near Dallas, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta, in a church called Area 251 Real Life Church. Be there. Fly, fly, 